0: Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Lesson two of the What Shall I Fear? series. Amen. So we are on a seven week journey um, from uh, fear and anxiety to freedom. And again, this is a, a book by a pastor's wife uh, that uh, went through many of these things and wrote about it. And so we're we're benefiting from, uh, and that's what that's really what this is all about. You know, we all go through things, and even if we don't write a book, we can we can uh, instead of saying, "Well, I wish I wouldn't have gone through that." Yeah, maybe not, but you know, I went through it with God's help, and now I can help somebody else go through it. Amen. And that's this person just formalized it in a book. Praise God. Amen. And and lesson 2 is entitled His Voice. His Voice. Amen. And we're going to turn to one scripture to open here in John chapter 10 verse 27. John 10:27. Jesus said, "My sheep hear my voice and I know them, and they follow me. And you know, one of the most important aspects of our walk with God is to be able to distinguish God's voice from every other voice. Because there's all kinds of voices audibly out there trying to tell us what to do or where to go, and there's all kinds of voices, voices internally in our mind and hearts that are doing the same thing. And part of being sensitive to the Spirit of God is to do our best to constantly be listening for his voice. Amen. And through through just uh, trial and error, through walking with him over a period of time, you begin to understand and and begin to uh, know which voice is his voice and, uh, and to be able to go with it. And it's a great thing. Amen. So we know he speaks to us through his word, of course, his written word. And when we read it, when we hear it taught and preached, that's powerful. But he also speaks to us through thoughts in our minds and our hearts. And fear and anxiety can put terrible thoughts in our minds. And we know that. And it's at times like this people wonder if any of those thoughts, sometimes they wonder if any of those thoughts could be from God. Some of those terrible thoughts, some of those rough thoughts, some of those thoughts about this or that or whatever. Amen. And we learned last week that fear brings torment. Amen. But let me reassure you this evening, praise God, that God does not torment his children with his voice or the thoughts he puts in our head. We can know that right off the bat. Amen. He urges us, yes. He leads us, yes. He nudges us, yes. He prompts us, yes. He even corrects us, yes. But he will not put tormenting thoughts into our minds. Amen. Praise God. And tonight we're going to learn how to know it's His voice. We're going to learn better how to know that His voice. So the Bible says the Lord is our shepherd and we're the sheep of His pasture. Praise God. Amen. And His sheep hear His voice and they follow Him. Amen. John chapter 10 verse 4, and when He brings out His own sheep, He goes before them and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. Amen. That's very important. Because his sheep, they know his voice, they follow him, that they won't follow the voice, you know, of strangers. Here, sheepy, 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 here sheep. No, you're not in my shepherd. Some other voice calling from the the woods. Come on over here, sheepy, sheepy. I got some great grass for you to eat. Yeah, and it's a big bad wolf or the bear or whatever. I'm your friend. No, don't, don't follow the voice of strangers. You see, fear is one of the voice of a stranger. Amen. And we must never lessen, listen, amen, or follow, amen, fear, because it is not a voice that we want to listen to in our lives fear that brings anxiety, we don't want to listen to that voice. Depression is a voice. Hatred is a voice. Bitterness is a voice. All kinds of those things are voices, and we don't want to listen to them. We want to listen to the shepherd's voice, because he's the one leading us beside the still waters. He's the one restoring our soul. He's the one helping us. Amen. Praise God. So in order for us to successfully recognize his voice and follow him, we have to submit ourselves completely to him and allow him to be our shepherd amen you know sometimes there's rogue sheep you know the, the shepherds say, okay we're gonna go this way and there's, well no i'm going this way you know and they got he's got to go round them up and they sometimes have sheep dogs they go you know hey go and send the sheep dog to go kind of bark around and get that sheep back with the group because the shepherd knows that they got to stick together And they have to follow him because he's protecting them. He's making sure they're fed. He's making sure they get rest. He's uh, doing all those things. So tonight we need to ask ourselves the question, amen. And from time to time, we should ask ourselves this question. Are we following him? or Are we doing our own thing? Amen. We've got to follow him and listen to his voice. It's very important on this journey of going from fear and anxiety to freedom. Because his sheep know his voice, that lets me know it's all about relationship. We are in a relationship with the shepherd. We're in a relationship with our God. Praise God! You know, we read about uh, when Samuel was born. He was born; it was a miracle child. His mom was couldn't have kids, and God opened her womb and she had Samuel. And she, as soon as he was, uh, you know, uh, weaned from her, he went to live in the temple with the high priest, Eli. And uh, he uh, went to bed one night and he heard a voice say, Samuel, Samuel. And he got up and he ran over to where Eli was and said, here I am, Eli, what you need? You know, it's the middle of the night. And he goes, I didn't call for you. Go to bed. So he went back to bed and he heard the voice again, Samuel, Samuel. He got up and went, ran into Eli's room again. Here I am, what, what do you need? He goes, I didn't call you, go back to bed. Amen. And 1 Samuel chapter three said, now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. So he arose and went to Eli and said, here am I for you did call me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy. Now the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel, and Samuel answered, speak, for your servant hears. And that's what we need to do. Amen. We need to know that it's his voice. See, Samuel, he was young. He didn't know the voice of the Lord, but he was already starting to get the hang of it. Amen. And he distinguished between Eli's voice, or what he thought was Eli's voice, a man's voice, and the voice of God. And as we, and as we are young in the Lord and we grow in the Lord, we will distinguish those voices as well. Amen. So that was Samuel's first encounter with the voice of God and what followed. after those years, he became a great prophet was a beautiful relationship between the Lord and Samuel. Amen. And then we see when Samuel grew up and became a great prophet, he never second guessed, uh, the voice of the Lord ever again. He, he just went with it. Praise God. Amen. And he didn't know he would he didn't, you know, guess and say, or he didn't doubt, hey, is this your Lord? Is this your voice, Lord, or not? He just he knew because he got experience over a period of time. You see, God speaks to us in different ways. He speaks to different people in different ways. Amen. And he spoke to Elijah the prophet through a still small voice. You see, God's voice is not the loudest voice sometimes. Amen. And that's why the Bible said, be still and know that I am the Lord. That's why we get away in prayer. We, 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 just, we go and, and, and just have some quiet time with the Lord so we can hear his voice. He spoke to Moses from a burning bush. Amen. And we remember when Moses, when Moses came to that burning bush, it started talking to him and it said, take off your shoes for you're standing on holy ground. And Moses took off his shoes and he got his call to be the deliverer of the people of Israel and Egypt. He spoke to David through worship and prayer as he took care of his father's sheep. So nobody can learn to hear God's voice without getting to know the God of the voice and his nature. We got to know God. We got to know his nature. We got to know his attributes. And then we'll get to know his voice. We have that. That's where the relationship comes in. Amen. We know that Adam and Eve, they, that the voice of God came walking in the cool of the day uh, in the Garden of Eden. Amen. And they got to know his voice. Praise God. And that's so important in these days when there's all kinds of voices going on. So how do we have that relationship with him? By spending time in prayer, by spending time uh, in, in his word, because the voice of God will never go against or contradict the written word of God that goes for dreams and visions too. It'll never go against that. Amen. And if a thought comes to us that goes against God's word, you can take it to the bank right then that we know for sure that that thought didn't come from God. Whether it's a tormenting thought or not. Amen. If it goes against the written word, it's not a thought from God. So, so we now have a couple different things to know. Okay. Those aren't from come from God. Thank God I can distinguish, I can throw those away, I can bring every thought into captivity, amen, in the, in the obedience of Christ. Now the author, she, she has a, uh, had a five-year-old girl at the time she wrote the book, and the little girl, uh, they had a two-story house, the little girl was upstairs playing one day, and um, she was scared, and uh, all of a sudden she, you know, because nobody was up there, the mom was downstairs, just whatever, and she said, mommy, I'm afraid because I'm alone. She shouted down from the stairs and her mother's response from downstairs are, you're not alone. You can hear my voice. Amen. And, and, uh, when she said that she felt the Lord say, you know what, what you just said to your daughter, I say to you, even though you don't see me, sometimes you don't feel me. You're not alone. You can hear my voice. That's powerful. Amen. She was trying to get to her, across to her daughter that she could rest assured because she was always going to be nearby. And as God's child, me, you, were never alone. Amen. He's always close enough, hey, amen, so we can hear his voice. Though it might not be an audible voice, we know that he's near enough to speak into our hearts and into our minds and speak peace. Praise God. Amen. And then her daughter, some, many times, would be happily playing somewhere in the house, when all of a sudden she'll just call out, mommy, you know, just to make sure somebody, mommy's there. She's just making sure her mom's still there. And we are like that. Amen. Like that little daughter. We are like that with our heavenly father. Praise God. Amen. He, we know, we just need to know, Lord, are you there? We just want to know, Lord, are you there when we're out there by ourselves? When we're doing this, when we're stepping out by faith, when we're doing his will, amen. When we feel like we might be the only one, are you still there, Lord? Yep, I'm here. Everything's okay. Don't worry. Praise God. Amen. Hebrews 13, 5 said, For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And then we have a, a, a promise in uh, Psalm 22, 3. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the, praise, the praises of Israel. So one of the best ways to hear from him and to feel his love and peace surrounding you, amen, is to lift your voice to him. When we praise God, he comes to us. We have a promise that he inhabits the praise of his people. So when we praise God, that's why we praise God in the church, because we want him to come while we're having church, amen. And so he'll come, and when he comes, he speaks. When he comes, he he assures. When he comes, he blesses. Amen. Amen. So, One morning, the author woke up really anxious, and uh, right at that moment, uh, she thought of a song that just began to reassure her. It's a song that, I mean, we haven't sang it in a while, but it's one of the old favorites out of those old brown books we used to have. (laughs) Amen. But remember, he brought me out of the miry clay. He set my feet on the rock to stay. That was a song that came to her heart. And that song at that moment brought much comfort to her in the midst of all that fear and anxiety, just flooded in that morning, just out of nowhere that she was experienced, experiencing. And then she sat on the couch and she did her, to do her morning devotion. And she opened her Bible to the book of Psalms. Amen. And you know, Psalms is a wonderful book to give you comfort. You want to hear some wonderful, reassuring and calming things from the book of, from the Bible, from God get in the book of Psalms. Amen. She turned to Psalms 40, and she started reading at the verse one. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of a horrible horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. And so she had that song in her heart and went right to Psalms 40, and it confirmed. Amen. Because many songs that we sing are written from Scripture, or are are sung from scriptures. Amen. So she said, God woke her up with that song and confirmed it through his word. He speaks to us. We got to listen to his voice. It'll get us through any bumpy bumps in the road. And then verse three of the same chapter, and he hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto God. Amen. So this song along with song, this song that she came to her heart, along with that Psalm 40, it became what she called her fight song. Anytime that she had that anxiety come, that fear, she would start singing um, the Myrie clay song and quoting that scripture, amen, and cuz his voice can come through a song. Amen. And that's why we should sing unto the Lord a new song. Praise God. And I remember when my wife and I back in 1987, 2 years before the kids were born, we got a bad accident on the way to church. Amen. After having stopped by to pray for some lady, one of the ladies in the church on the way, we got in a bad accident and we went through all kinds of things. And we've told the testimony, not going to talk about it tonight. Amen. But we had a, a fight song as well. We had a fight song Uh, that was based off of a scripture. It was literally a song and it was Psalms chapter three, verse one. And it said, Lord, how they are increased that trouble me. Many are they that rise up against me. Many there be which say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter up of my head. I cried unto the Lord with my voice and he heard me out of his holy hill. I laid me down to sleep and slept, and I awaked, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of 10,000s of people that have set themselves against me round about. That was my wife and I's fight song. And boy, we had some fights that, throughout that, those next couple months. You, It was something. Amen. But God is faithful. Praise God. So, so the, the, uh, the author is, is encouraging all of us to get a fight song. All of us get one and uh, to fight against the strange voices, uh, the voices of strangers to fight against it. Amen. The point is he's listening and he will bring you out. You know, when Jesus died on the cross and uh, he rose from the dead before he appeared to his disciples, you know, there was two of his disciples on the road to a little town called Emmaus and they were walking by themselves, all concerned about this and not sure what's going on. And a a lone man that they did not recognize came and joined them and began to talk to them. Amen. They, They were very disappointed and downhearted as they walked. And this newcomer that they did not know, amen, did not recognize, joined them. And they began to tell him all about the heartache and break and confusion that came as a result of all the the recent happenings with Jesus being crucified. And and then this stranger began to share some scriptures with them, amen, and let them know that they should not be upset. It was all the plan of God, and he told them, amen. And then when they got to the town, it was dark, and, and they compelled him to come and to uh, come and have dinner with them and stay the night so that uh, they, he could start off in the morning, Amen. And, uh, and the Bible said, and when they were began to eat Luke 24 30, now it came to pass as he sat at the table with them that he took bread, blessed and broke it and gave it to them. Amen. And then their eyes were open and they knew him and he vanished from their sight. And they said one to another, did not our heart burn within us while we taught, while he talked with us on the road and while he opened the scriptures to us, they, these were disciples of Jesus They had had received the word of God from Jesus himself, amen. And they had heard that not only Jesus was crucified and was buried, but they heard some disturbing news that one of the ladies came to the tomb and he was gone and angels said he's alive and they didn't know what to believe. And they were his disciples and they didn't recognize him as he walked with them. Because the Bible said in Luke 24, 16, their eyes were kept from recognizing him. But after he spoke to them, after he taught them, after he gave them some scriptures, their eyes were open and they knew him. They heard his voice long enough and they heard and they knew him. And then he vanished from their sight. Did not our hearts burn within us? Didn't we know there was something familiar about this man? when we were walking on the way, but we couldn't place it. He, he was talking like the master, but we thought, you know, this couldn't be because he was, he died and, and, and they didn't even, they kind of put it out of their mind. But you see, after he opened their eyes, their demeanor changed after he opened their eyes, their direction changed because the Bible said in Luke 24, as soon as he disappeared, they, they arose that same hour and returned to Jerusalem. they found the 11 and those who were with them gathered together saying, the Lord, Lord has risen indeed. Now they were believers in the resurrection because they heard his voice. So if we're not careful, fear, anxiety, and doubt, and a roller coaster of emotions can blind us from recognizing his voice in our lives. And we can't let that happen. Don't allow fear to hinder your ability to hear his voice. We need to ask God to open our eyes and Amen so we can see his plan to uh, each day. Amen. Lord, open my eyes that I may see. Praise God and know you and you can always hear his voice through his written word always. Everybody say always. I can always hear his voice through his written word. There'll never come a time when you pick up the Bible and not hear from God. Amen. That's what we got to think that we're not reading it like the reader's digest or some novel. It's the word of God. It speaks to us every time we read it and he's speaking to us when we're reading it. His word is alive. It'll always speak. Sometimes People mistakenly feel like God doesn't love them anymore because of what they're going through at any given time. Amen. But the Bible reassures us. That's why we got to read it. We got to know these scriptures because it encourages us. Jeremiah 31.3, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Romans 8.38, I am convinced, Paul said, that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Amen. Fear? Nope. Anxiety? Nope. Depression. Nope. Doubt. Nope. Hit the road, Jack. You're out of here. I'm not listening to strangers' voices. Hey, I'm listening to his, my sheep hear my voice and follow me. Don't follow the stranger's voice. It'll take you down a path you don't want to go. Amen. So we need to take God at his word at all time. If he said it, we need to believe it. And that settles it. Praise God. See, the author had a dear friend that told her about a lady she knew that said that although she prayed, she had never heard from God. But folks, what we need to realize, the Bible, this lady read the Bible, of course, but she didn't realize, hey, God's speaking through his word. God will speak through a donkey to a prophet that's going going off his rocker and going against God's word. God will speak through all kinds of means. We just got to be ready to listen amen those who have ears to hear let them hear what the spirit is saying to the church and our last scripture tonight luke 18 when the unjust judge and the widow came to get avenged by the unjust judge that didn't didn't regard man didn't fear god she kept coming amen and that unjust judge finally avenged her of her adversary and the bible said In verse seven, will not God grant justice to his elect who cry out to him day and night? Will he delay helping them? I tell you, he will swiftly grant them justice because if we'll hear his voice, he's going to hear our voice. Amen. See, this came from the mouth of Jesus himself. God will avenge his own against all their adversaries we have heard from God. That's what the Bible said. Every time you read the Bible, amen, you've heard from God. Every time you come, we're hearing from God tonight because this is his anointed word. We're hearing from God every time we hear it preached and taught. And when you read it, amen, praise God. The Bible said, search the scriptures, study to show yourself approved to God, learn the word, love the word, and most importantly, live the word. Because by doing this, you'll better know his voice and be able to distinguish it from all the other voices. His voice is the best voice. His voice is the voice that leads to endless day, to eternal life. Amen. God help us to uh, get better every day at, at distinguishing, setting apart, and knowing that that's God speaking to us. It's not a tormenting voice. Amen. It's not a voice that goes against His Word, His written Word. It's His voice saying, this is the way, walk in it. Amen. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you.